Hello, and welcome back to Everything Under the Sun. For our third episode, we examine music dealing with loss of faith. We've all had that moment, whether it be from personal tragedy or simply turning on the news and seeing another catastrophe, where we say to ourselves, how could God let this happen? In these moments, one's faith can grow stronger, or one can lose faith altogether. The songs in this program deal with loss of faith in different guises, from doubt to disbelief to anger to fear, and finally to hope. The musical genres also span a wide range, from country, alternative rock, jazz, and blues, to classical and opera. Now, it's not my intention to offend anyone with these songs, but to explore the artistic and creative response to loss of faith, disappointment in God, and even rejection of religion. I've titled this episode Losing My Religion after the R.E.M. song, but I haven't included the R.E.M. song because it's actually about unrequited love, not losing faith, but I've borrowed the title anyway. First up is Alison Moorer with The Duel. The song takes place at exactly that moment where the narrator loses her faith, as she stands in a cemetery at the funeral of her lover, not understanding how God could take away something so precious. Thank you. 
takes guts to be a country artist and record a song as controversial and anti-Bible belt as this next track. This is God Isn't Real with by Robbie Folks. Now Robbie usually, uh, or much of his work, is much more witty and sarcastic and uh, fun. This is a little more serious than usual for him, but one never knows whether he's truly being serious or whether, he's, uh, whether this is a character sketch. But here's God Isn't Real by Robbie Folks. Executioner of the power. 
The next song takes the same theme of disillusionment, but in an angrier mood. The narrator rails against God, refusing to believe even as he converses with him. This is a well-known song, uh, Dear God by XTC. Okay, let's lighten the mood a little bit now. In George Gershwin's opera Porgy and Bess, a drug dealer named Sportinlife expresses his doubt about several stories in the Bible, saying he takes them with a grain of salt. 
This tune has become a standard and has been recorded numerous times by artists in every genre. Here's jazz vocalist and pianist Jamie Cullum with a funkified rendition in a great double bass heavy arrangement with George, Ger George and Ira Gershwin's It Ain't Necessarily So. It ain't necessarily so It ain't necessarily so The things that you libel Is reading the Bible It ain't necessarily so Now David was small but oh my Little David was small, but oh my He fought big Goliath, laid down to die David was small, but oh my To get into heaven, don't snap for a seven Live clean, get your falls Take the gospel whenever I'm able But with a grain of salt Now Jonah lived in a whale Jonah lived in a whale He made his home in fish's abdomen Jonah ain't lived in a Necessarily so. 
necessarily so. Now, something for more intense. This is from Verdi's great opera Otello. In this aria, Credo, the jealous and conniving Iago tells, of, tells us of his beliefs. God is a cruel man and was created in his image, he sings. And when man dies, then what? Heaven is an old wives' tale. This is Iago's aria Credo, sung by Aldo Prati, from the classic recording conducted by Alberto Arrerde. <laughs> Oh, 
Here's another take on the cruel and vengeful God theme. Randy Newman's wicked and disturbing God song, here sung by blues great Etta James. This track rocks, but the lyrics are very subversive. Certainly not something you'd want to sing in church. multiply Yucca tree chases round the desert Cause he thinks that's where I'll be And uh, that's why I love mankind I recoil in horror From the foulness of thee
When a believer is dying, they find comfort in the belief that a better place awaits them. But how does a non-believer deal with facing death? To them, death is the end, period. No pearly gates, no angel choir, no reunions with loved ones. In Thoughts of a Dying Atheist, the band Muse describes the fear of an unbeliever as he lies dying in his bed. He feels the presence of a loved one who has passed on. The loved one was a believer and has entered the next world, but since he doesn't believe, all he has is fear, and the end is all he can see. This is Muse with Thoughts of a Dying Atheist. come to the end of our program. We're closing this show with The Shore by L. Ward from his album Geometrics. This song was written as a response to an event that shook the composer's faith. In the liner notes he writes, The shore is a point of departure. 
The meaning of that is very different and personal for each of us. For one person, it may be a physical place. For another, it may symbolize a relationship or a bitter chapter in life. Regardless of how it's manifested, the shore holds very personal experiences, emotions, and memories. Departure's face also wears many expressions, a withdrawal, a turning, an escape, or a reluctant and mournful farewell. No matter what your shore or exodus looks like, allow the shore to represent it. I personally find a feeling of hope, of new beginnings in the music, so I think it's fitting to end this program on that note. This is The Shore by L. Ward.